Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, Dave Sturcio, alongside America's fan, Keith Ernst. Brett Ernst will be joining us shortly, we would hope. Uh, according to last night's confirmation text, he should be around here somewhere. So I'm sure he'll uh, jump on eventually. But, Keith, um, I think you were the most optimistic one going into the Giants-Cowboys uh, game. I did not get around to posting your video, which I do have still, which is going to be just like one of the things that I – I keep forever just because you said you were going to beat they were you know, the Cowboys are going to beat yeah. the shit out of them. And, mm-hmm. and sure yeah. as, and sure enough, I, I think the first half was interesting to say the least. I think they had to get their bearings, but at the end of the day, overall that defense, they, they put a hurting on the giants. And I, I'd like to hear your uh, first knee jerk reaction before we head into the, uh, the Redskins slash commander slash football team week. Okay. So first of all, um, I was right. Okay. Yes, you were. <laughs> Things I can't predict. Okay. I can't predict how many first downs the Giants are going to get on BS penalties. I can't predict CeeDee Lamb's going to drop a ball right in his friggin' chest. I can't predict that Noah Brown's going to get tackled in the end zone. I meant, look, those calls, and everyone's talking about that, um, the play before the half. With when um what's his name Galladay caught the ball and they got that pass interference offensive mm, pass interference mm, yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. lifted and all Giants fans dude you left your feet right if you're a receiver you don't leave your feet I understand it it was a he didn't do anything on purpose but how how I that call could go either way they're making it like oh that's the worst call no it wasn't and it's crazy but yeah no nah, bro five sacks they had zero sacks and I'm the Giants writers I'm all of you guys okay. Because I was reading one of these assholes that were on Giants Wire or something, where he sees the most five underrated Dallas Cowboys. He had Zeke on there, who tore a new ass. He had Cooper Rush on there. And and his little comment, he writes, we're just going to stack the line. And, and wait, wait do we see name? He mentions his, his D.C. coordinator, who's a, apparently a genius. Yeah, he's not going to have a chance. So, yeah, I'm you. I'm your article, and I'm you guys. That that score should have been so much worse. And I'm you starts trying to call me in a text saying you're my prediction. My prediction. Was spot <laughs> I did. On. I did. You know, it's funny because you were First getting a little all, nervous. I think. Uh, shout out to uh, the MetLife Stadium traffic um, that was. I didn't even get into the game until literally the first quarter was over. It was insane. I've never once in my life experienced what I had to experience with my brother. And and shout out to him for not completely losing his mind like I was ready to. I was I was starting to get like the cold sweats. But um, you know, we got in there so when and did you finally get in. What did it start? We got ready for this. The first play we saw was the long broken Pollard run. So we saw that literally like we literally stepped out into the field of play and we saw him break a run. So that was the, the first the long one? Yeah, the long one. Yeah. So you didn't get so that was like second quarter, right? Yeah, I told you we missed the whole first quarter. Oh. Yeah, so it was rough. Yeah. But I mean, look, there was nothing. We, we yeah. you know what I wish I saw because I would have went nuts for it. I wish I saw in person the block field goal 
because that would have oh, made yeah. me go nuts. But shout out to Dorrance Armstrong, who's having himself a fantastic first three Absolutely. games, by the way. And like I'm Randy Gregory on on like how we'll miss him so much. Like that's that's your replacement. Randy Gregory's never blocked a field goal in his life. Um, Absolutely, and don't forget Fowler's been blowing it up too, bro. Fowler's yeah, there's the, all the replacement really well. guys, the rotation. That rotation on the defensive right. line has been very, very good. And and all right, so let me tell you what you what you missed. I'm sure you were listening, but live. Number one, they killed a drive for us in the very beginning on a stupid uh, holding call that they never even showed. By the way, we don't even know if it happened or not. And then when the when the Giants got the ball on there, and we had them like uh, we had them all the way back, and they gave them first downs. They gave him first downs on um on penalties to have them drive. So okay, yeah, I mean, dude, that's the thing is, you gotta. I, I mean, I guess you got the second quarter search, but there wasn't a time in the game where I thought the Giants were better than us at all. Like we were dominating that whole game, and the only thing I kept thinking about is, all right, how are the refs gonna ruin this for us? That's the only thing that was going through my head. I wasn't scared of their offense. I was definitely not scared of their defense at all. I mean, they barely pressured Coop at all. I mean, Zeke had his way with them. Pollard had his way with them. All I keep hearing from these generic Giants fans is, oh, this defense is – and I'm your coach with the bald head <laughs> dancing in the middle of the locker room, first game of the week, and all the oh, – we got a coach. We got a co- – I'm your coach. <laughs> <laughs> they're already turned mutiny, bro. I'm, I see their posts like, oh, this guy sucks. Oh, that like they're already they're they're done. Their little two and zero is over. I'm Giants fans. Yeah, you know it, it's actually very reminiscent of last year when we went against Carolina. Carolina was three and zero, and we we're like, oh man, like let's see what happens. And then we beat the brakes off of Carolina. So look, we handled them when we needed to handle them. I guess the most scared, I guess, like little Sturch was in the crowd was when Barkley busted off that run. I was like, all right, it's all up to Cooper Rush to just respond right away. And he did. Welcome to the podcast, Brett. Uh, you actually watched this uh, with an objective set of eyes as well. You, you said we'd win the game. We all agreed that we would win the game. Um, but again, I think Keith was more adamant on it actually happening, like very convincingly, like it wasn't. Gonna well, be I, I, I thought I said we'd win 24 to 10. Okay, so yeah, I guess that's convincing. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-four to ten is a fourteen-point win. So yeah, that's convincing as well. Um, but your reactions, uh, straight up for off the win before we head into the uh, the uh, Commanders week. Uh dude. Uh, first of all, it was a great game. Um, I cannot. I I'm I'm with my brother. These Giant fans are generic. And you know what's <laughs> funny is even Stephen A. Smith. Now they start talking about as if we we were we were favored. We weren't favored to win. We had a backup quarterback. We had a rookie playing a ta- playing a tackle. Um, the it, it's just amazing to me how the narrative changes. Like then, like Dallas didn't beat a real team. Uh, I'm you. I'm you. That's the most generic thing ever. You guys were acting like you were the best top three teams in the league. I mean, you know, we were underdogs. Um, I saw this coming. Our defense is, uh, dude, our defense is even way, it's playing way better than even the stats are saying. I mean, for us to, to uh, get five sacks and and again, they were all bragging about their D line and their defense. And now their defense is garbage. Their O line's garbage. That's just typical New York asshole fans. Credit to, the, credit to this deep. You mentioned the defense now through three games. Cowboys are two and one. Their defense is playing great. The defense has only let up three touchdowns total. Dude, they held Brady to one. 
they held um Burrow to one uh, in the Giants. Burrows to one, and then Saquon brought broke one off. I don't even know if that was a pat. Was that a screen or a run? I forget. No, I think it was a run that he cut back and just took to the house. Which you look, call it, Search. I said what I said. I said that that's yeah, gonna happen. Won. I said he's gonna always break won. one off. Either he scores or he doesn't, he but does. he's gonna break a long one. And and and, and you know, and then that's that's it. As we're recording, by the way. In case any, if anybody cares, um, obviously this isn't a live show. Maybe you guys do, but my brother just texted me. There it goes. So that must mean Aaron Judge just hit sixty-one. So nice. That that just happened you know, live on the air. Um, three, so Yankees. Anyway, three Yankees. Three Yankees. Go Yankees. Ma- Maris, so. Ruth, and uh, and Aaron Judge. But there's no asterisk next to his. Not not at all. Um, there's also no asterisk next to Demarcus Lawrence, who decided to feast. <laughs> a great segue. You like that? You like that? Um, a feast job on what he's been calling e- Little Eli or Eli Jr. or something like that. He's That's literally great. went on record and that. said that. He calls him Little Eli. He calls Le- what is, what is with like what is with the fact that Demarcus Lawrence, Keith, like feasts on the Giants every time he plays him? It's insane. I, I I don't know. I mean, it, it was I'll be honest, man. I mean <laughs> There's gonna it's gonna be a, a lot of other teams too because they don't know how to deal with all of our pass rushers right now. You know, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, D Laws, you know, he's gonna be getting a lot of single teams, man, which is gonna be awesome for us. So I expect to see more out of him. And props to Micah Parsons for playing with the flu. And you know, I'm sure a lot. I'm sure you were wondering. I mean, uh, I don't know if you saw this search, but I know you that he was he was off on the sideline quite a few plays, dude. Okay, we were so still that, dominating. That's so, very. I mean, it's very good call because I was sitting there with my brother in the stands and I'm looking down and I have my glasses on so I can see all the numbers and stuff. And I'm like, where's Micah? Like a lot, you know, like I felt like I was saying that way too many times, but look, credit to him, man. He played the game, you know, he, he showed up when he had to and the defense just overall, like the giants couldn't get anything going every time they did. And, you know, let's not, I guess the the blueprint now to even shut them down even further is to leave a linebacker in the middle of the field because Daniel Jones was kind of running free a little bit. That won't happen again. That's an adjustment that they can make. But, you know, overall, I I, got to ask you this question, and it's just straight up just because, you know, I'm Jerry Jones and his stupid little controversy, right, like the quarterback controversy. I want to ask you straight up. I'll start with Brett. Brett, if Dak Prescott, is quarterbacking this team against the Giants, do we win by even more or is it closer? It's it's the same game. Um, same game, okay. He, he, here's the thing, and again, it, it really annoys the shit out of me how, like, with, all the excuses that Dak, that everybody made for Dak against Tampa, why, uh, if anything, uh, Cooper Rush is playing with the same team, if not a lesser team. So why why is it that you know oh he has no outside receivers against Tampa oh our offensive line every fucking everything that they made an excuse for the fact that Dak is not a game manager man he's like I said he plays as if every down is the last down of the game and you know if it, he needs to take a page from Cooper Rush <laughs> and look how composed he is because talent means fucking nothing. It only means to you, uh, stats and talent only mean stuff to you fucking fantasy football nerds. It means shit in a game. It means absolute shit. And when you're looking at a quarterback that that is making his progressions, I mean, Jesus, look how accurate he's throwing downfield. I mean, Dak does not do that. Dak is not a downfield accurate passer at all. 
And again, he needs to. I hope he's learning from how Cooper Rush manages a game, and he's not, and he's not, you know, all over the place. All right. To to your point, to your point, I just want to point out two things. I don't think we beat the Bengals with Dak. I'll tell you that much. It's bold, but I'll just say two things. I'll tell you right now why it's bold. Um, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense might be the best in football right now. And that's three weeks running, right? They stopped Rodgers, they stopped Dak, and they stopped whoever the hell they played in the other game, uh, the Saints, right? Wait, 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 stop, stop. Right here, this is what drives me nuts, Sturge. The defense had nothing to do with Dak overthrowing, underthrowing, making bad decisions, okay? Everybody blamed the the wide receivers that they weren't getting open. Well, guess what? Those are the same receivers that our second-string quarterback had to deal with. He dealt – with every situation Dak did and handled it, composed and with accuracy. Now, again, talent-wise, Dak's got him beat, but that means nothing. It, it means nothing. Well, go ahead, Serge. What was your second? You said first I was just going to say my my second point was game one of the season. Right, it's game one, and obviously he's overthrowing. He's got maybe he's got a little bit of the yips. He's also got a offensive coordinator that was calling a pretty shitty game. So now two weeks in a row with Cooper Rush, they dumb it down a little bit, making sure he's making the safe throws, and Cooper Rush is putting him where he needs to put him. The play calling was completely different between week one, two, and three. There, it's a well, completely well, and it's going to be different for every game. No, no, no. I'm not saying game plan. I'm talking. I'm talking about play calling. Did you see any? You, you might have seen one bubble screen last uh, against the Giants. One. No, there was there, a couple. There was a couple wide receiver screens to CD, and he got the ball out there quick. He turned and hit him. He didn't lob it. He just got it there. I mean, it just sounds like you know. Before I let you, Keith, make your point, but like it just sounds like you're, 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 you're pro coop and and you're done with that. Is that a That's fair not, assessment? No, 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 dude. Listen, do you understand? Oh, shit. Oh, no, 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 you guys are just, up for this so, one. You, it drives me absolutely. He adjusted his seat. It absolutely it drives me nuts. The amount of money you paid for that quarterback. For him to play like that in year seven, to, to cost us a game in San Francisco, cost us our opening game, he's got the yips, man. Okay? He's got the yips. And and for me to say, I'm not pro Cooper Rush. The fact that Cooper can take a, an offense like we have, keep him on the fucking field, all right? Not three and out every goddamn down, okay? And, 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 and maximize a, a, even a turnover. Dude, what we're it's not hard. Now, if Dak, if he had Dak's talent, yeah, maybe. Or if that, if you combine the two, then we'd have a fucking top five quarterback. How about that? All right. So first thing, first thing, first thing starts. You can't before you're gonna pass to me. You can't make a comment like that to Brett because there's gonna be a response. All right. He almost basically before your brother goes, uh, Brett, your mom's a whore. So go ahead, Keith, talk. <laughs> it's pretty much what you just did. I very guys, much, everything and, I told you, you know everything I told you when we paid Dak all that money, everything I'm telling you is coming true. Everything. There's not. What? I haven't been wrong about all right. this at all. So, so okay. So here I am with Dak. Okay, mm-hmm. look. And once again, these are stats you're going to get at the the Jersey Boys on Chop Sports, not uh, the other network. Um, <laughs> so you realize that in two games, Cooper Rush has less three and outs than Dak has had in one game? That's huge. 
That's huge for our defense. And yeah, please, I'm drives a lot, yeah. exactly right. Tampa's defense is good. They're not the freaking Bears, 85 Bears. They're not the Ravens. As a matter of fact, I would have a problem naming two or three players on Tampa's defense. So let's just stop that, okay? Uh, uh, Jameis Winston had a touchdown drive against them. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was scoring against them. So let's just push that aside. Yes, maybe you're right. It could have been Dak not having the the reps that he should have in preseason. He thinks he's just going to go out like he did the year before. Just look at it like that. that Cooper, Rush, Cooper Rush played the entire preseason. How about that? But I think what you're saying, Sturch, and I agree, I'm, I'm agreeing with both of you, I think that if if the same game plan that they're using with Cooper Rush, we go back, and we mentioned it last show, to Dak's rookie year, which is what they're doing with Co- Cooper Rush right now. They're running more. They're more balanced. Yeah, they are, bro. It's that, They are. No, no, our no. balance it's, right it's, now is sick. Did you did you see the stats of how well balanced our no, team no, is? No, no, no. I, 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 I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. But let me I go agree. to your point. What you what you were saying last time, and what Sturch too, I believe, is Dak is making so much money right now that they think and he thinks he has to win the games for us, but he doesn't. That's the greatest part about it. He doesn't have to put too much on his shoulders with this team because if he does, we're not going anywhere. I don't care if we have Jerry Rice at receiver and Michael Irvin and Drew Pearson. It doesn't matter. Dak is not that kind of quarterback. He, I think, he can be a game manager. If proper uh, plays called game plan. So, um, but yeah, as far as, as far as Cooper going over, uh, being starting over Dak, I meant, look, if you keep winning, why let's not rush him back. And that's just for, for, for health reasons. Well, for, for uh, can whatever I make another analogy, can I make another analogy about this? Sure. And we mm-hmm. should cut this up and, and, and tag Dak in it. All no, I'm sure. serious. I think Dak. And again, man, we're all in agreement that that he's a great kid, and we're and I, I and he's I love the kid to death, man. I love his story. I know everything he's been through. Um, I do think by taking all that money, he put extra pressure on himself, and he feels like he has to win every game on every play. Dak, you don't have to do that. Now, again, if you're looking at a, a quarterback, and and you know it's funny too because if if you watch the X's and O's uh, of a game, you realize. And we're not just biased because we're Cowboy fans, right? How amazing Emmett Smith was, but yet people still act like he's not in the top five running backs of all time, right? How amazing Troy Aikman was. How accurate Troy Aikman was. I sent you that video. Mm-hmm. But because of the way Troy played as, as a game manager and, and and you know, people don't even put him in the top five quarterbacks of all time. Well, he's not. Right? Well, he's not. Say what? He's not. Who? Aikman? Aikman is not a top five quarterback of all time. See, that that's my point. Even though he's three and oh, he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time. That's that's um, fine. If we ran a balance, I'm, I'm saying this and this Troy's is, my guy. Trust me. I just wait, I, I can't do Sturchy, that. This is my point. Okay. When you're when you have talent, but yet you're composed and you're not all over the place, you now become Tim Duncan, right? You now become Emmett Smith. You now become Troy Aikman. These people win, but you're not like Michael Jordan or LeBron where every play is about you, right? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be. I think Dak has the potential, if if he plays to his talents, to be another Troy Aikman, to be another, uh, even an Eli Manning say, right? Where where you got two Super Bowls. He, he has the capability to win the Super Bowl. If he changes his mindset and becomes a clock management game manager, type 
type quarterback that makes these types of decisions as opposed to trying to go for it and, and make put you, on everything on his shoulders. In that in that regard, yeah. What do, what do you consider a guy like Tony Romo? Like when uh, he came in, like he was a slinger. He was a Brett Favre. There are two type different of types of quarterbacks. Now Tony Romo had nowhere near the defensive support that that. I'm not that, talking that about Christmas. defensive support. I'm talking well, about it's like, a team game. It, it matters. No, I get that part. I'm just saying, as a quarterback, like you're talking about, you're talking, you're putting Aikman on the pedestal because of the wins and the accuracy and and all that's justified. Don't get me wrong. It all, no, no, it's no all I'm putting him on a pedestal because of the way he played football. Now again, a lot of people don't know this, but Troy Aikman was a, he he could run. Okay, he ran the wishbone in Oklahoma before he went to UCLA. He chose not to. Mush. <laughs> and he had Say to what? I said, and then his head became mush, and he had to stop. Okay, but I'm saying he chose not to. Yeah, when, no, when, they, when he tore when he tore his Achilles tendon, and they had to enact that Miami Dolphin type offense, three stop pop. His release was quick. It was accurate. He threw for over 400 yards that game. I'm saying is that Dak has all that capability. But he, I think he needs to to compose himself more and and manage the game more. So you're basically basically what you're saying is dumb it back down to 2016 Dak, where the playbook wasn't so expanded, and he made the plays that he needed to make. He used his wheels yeah. when he needed to do it, and then he used his arm when he needed that's, to. That's another thing I want to say is like I'm surprised we haven't incorporated more running plays with Cooper Rush. Like, like him to run? Yeah, because I meant the guy can run. We've seen him run before Rush. I'm just saying, though, like, just no design plays. I mean, there's no design, like, fake or, or rollouts well, no, or whatever. The, well, that's the where thing. Where take off. Right. Well, that's the thing. When you have Cooper Rush in there, you're not playing Dak Prescott. They're not going to play that way against you as a defense. They're not going to be like, oop, got to watch Rush. He might take off. Exactly. You know what I mean? like, that's my point. Yeah, no, I, I get it. They were playing, and, like, um, third and threes. They were, like, third and threes and third and two. I'm like, dude, just drop and go. You know what I mean? I mean – I think all quarterbacks, and this I might be, I might be wrong when I say this. I might be wrong, but the way I see it, every single quarterback that's come into the league in the past ten years, which would date back to 2012, every quarterback that's come into the league has the ability to run. You know what I'm saying? Like they they have the ability. They're quicker. They're better athletes. They're not the sit back. Even even freaking 47 year old fossil. Aaron Rodgers is still running when he needs to. And Brady the other night yeah. busts off a friggin' 14-yard run and almost breaks his leg. But, like, you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, it happens. They're capable of doing it. So, yeah, I agree with you I in that regard. But when it comes to Dak Prescott, obviously what they're saying now is that he could be potentially back for the Rams game, and that's next week. Um, I hope not. I, I hope not. I, I'm, I'm in the team – ride it to the wheels fall off type thing. We know that Dak Prescott's the starting quarterback of the Cowboys, right? That That's a foregone, done deal. Like, there's no controversy, mm-hmm. like he said, and uh, Jerry Jones said, like, that, that doesn't exist. That's only existing in the people that want to take those words and spin it. The way I look at Dak Prescott right now is he's starting quarterback number one, right? And while he's gone and hurting in the hand, which, again, he made a point, and I don't understand. I'm Dak Prescott for this one. He made it a point to, like, fist bump and shake hands on Monday night and show everybody, hey, the stitches are gone. Hey, I'm feeling good. Hey, like my grip. Yeah. Hey, look at all this. Like everybody, like nobody's forgetting about you, Dak. Like when this is not a Tony Romo situation where you're old and beat up and have suffered multiple injuries. Yeah, over, he's on the right side. Of, look, it's 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 a way different situation. It is a way different Tony, situation. Tony so. was on his way out. Dak's right. on the right side of thirty. Right, and, um, and I think that I think that there there might be a little bit of an ego in there saying like, oh man. It happened to me. Like I came in there because somebody got hurt. I really hope this doesn't happen to me when I'm the starting quarterback. So maybe there's that mental head game, right? He's a he's a kid that 
you know, still battles with, with specific can, can things, you, and that could be one of them. Okay, can I ask you a question, though? All right. What's the number one attribute a quarterback should have? Like, what's his number one thing? I would, I would, I would assume, like, skill is one thing as far as accuracy and throwing and running and all that well, stuff. Well, that, that's the given. That's I, right. I would so say, I want to say the, the biggest attribute a quarterback should have is probably awareness. It's one say, is. Go ahead, Keith. I would no. I would say resilience. When I say resilience, like to be able to forget about the play before, I think that's huge. I think a lot oh, of quarterbacks, if they they throw an interception and then they're, they're, it's in their head, they can't. I, what I'm trying to say is one thing I believe is obviously the talent is already there, but you know, uh, forgetting your last play, no matter what it is, whether it's a touchdown or an interception, is pretty important. But go ahead. Um, yeah, well, that that's the number one key for a defensive back. I wish most most quarterbacks took the mentality of a cornerback, uh, a, a, a DB, because that's all they have to do is forget the next play. Because you know mm -hmm. it's seventy percent failure for those guys. What um, CD did? It's composure. Composure is number one. Mm -hmm. Okay, a quarterback that's composed like a Brady, and and a. Uh, and a Joe Montana, who was Joe Cool, is the reason why was the knock on Dan Marino. Dan Marino would lose his mind. He'd be yelling at receivers, going nuts. And I'm we're not saying that, you know, that doesn't happen. But on the field, it's composure. The next thing is progressions, the quick reads from left to right to 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 see like that. There was one play that that Cooper made where he uh, it was on. Was, I forgot. Who, I think it might have been Noah Brown. He knew right away that the blitz was coming. He just got it out there. He just knew. So those two things, I don't give a fuck if you run a 3-8-40, okay? It, throughout the history of, of time, scrambling quarterbacks like Fran Tarkington, Michael Vick, you can go on and on. Only one really was Steve Young. But those are very key things. So if you can get a little above average skilled quarterback that is composed and can read and make the progressions over an overly skilled quarterback that's not composed. I'll take the little above average skilled quarterback all day. All yeah. day. I say that um I say that uh also what I noticed what Cooper's doing really well that I don't think Dak is doing is audibling out of place. Like there was a you didn't hear because you weren't watching on TV. No, 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 I I saw the check down when he checked to a run on third down. Yeah. No, not that one. He checked to a screen. Which was a fantastic. Call by no, way. he did that, but he checked to a screen. Uh, uh, on like was a run play, and he checked to a screen really fast, you know, because he's reading. Because, dude, I swear, I didn't see him, I did not see him under pressure, I don't think, once. No, I mean, look, I don't, I mean, I mean, that, but that a lot of that takes place at the line of scrimmage, man. You know, yeah, we well, think it, 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 it also takes place. Or blocking. No, no, they're changing plays, they're pointing people out. That's a big responsibility of a quarterback. So I, I noticed the that ball out too, too, man. He yeah, gets the yeah. ball out. Listen, he doesn't, we're, we're, he doesn't hold on to it. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And you know what? That is a fault of Dax where I feel like he does try to do too much in every given play. And, and that's something that he's going to have to fix. And what I could say is this, you know, as long as they're winning, as long as they're winning games. And, and of course, we're going to move on to, um, you know, Washington Commanders week. Um, but as long as they're winning, I think Cooper Rush remains. And then Dak will be better than ever when he gets back and and when you say like i hope he learns a couple things from cooper rush you know i find that to be a little silly but i i also think that it's well, why, you know, why do you find it to be silly 
because he's not supposed I mean, a seventh year quarterback who's been to the Pro Bowl, who set Cowboys records, is not supposed to be learning something from Cooper Rush. I, I, I don't want to sound That's corny. But Steve Young why? told him that. Young said the same thing. Steve Young brought it up with Steve Bono. I mean, he needs to humble himself. Steve Young actually brought up that he he got injured and he wasn't doing that well, and he had to sit back when Steve Bono filled in, and he learned from Steve Bono and went back and made himself a better quarterback. And look, and, wait. And it's- uh, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you think that you? And I don't want to sound corny. Not that you should always be learning, but unless Dak's game is flawless, okay, there are people that are going to come across his path that can maybe do things better than he does. That he he can he can understand. I mean, quarterback is probably the most difficult position in all of sports. I, and, I agree. And it's all mental. It's always learning. It's all learning. And I'm not like I said. I, I think that Dak is. Um, conscious enough to realize what he do what he does right and what he does wrong i don't think he's ever going to get too ahead of the game i don't think he's ever going to say like oh i i don't need to listen to this shit i'm the man like he knows that he's not he knows that he's not and here's what i would do if if i was jerry jones and and if i was the head coach there's no way i'm sitting cooper rush okay we're gonna be we're gonna beat washington which which will be a good segue but I would la- I would really literally want to say we're going to put Cooper against the Rams and and we'll we'll show you the difference between Cooper and Dak right now. And well, if if Cooper could come into LA where it's in LA, right? Yes. He could come into LA, face Aaron Donald and that defense. And if he could f- stay composed and put up stats and win the game, then we go with him. We're talking if he about doesn't, a whole, then, then we, we put an end to it and say, Dak, get in I here. I think that's I here's the thing in the NFL, and you guys know this. I mean, I know they added a game, but like every game is so pivotal, right? And yes, do we think that he can go out and beat the commanders? Sure, can you know? Did we think he could beat the Giants? Yeah, did he beat the Bengals? And we we're like, I don't know about this. We were a little sketchy about that, but we got it done. If he goes out there and he starts and wins in LA. That's a whole nother conversation because those are, those are the Super Bowl champions. You know what I mean? Like, so if, if Cooper Rush goes out there and beats the champions on their turf, that's a mm-hmm. whole different conversation wonder, to be had. And that would be four wins in a row for, mm-hmm. for Cooper Rush. There's, right now we're at two against uh, a team that could be had in the Bengals because they don't look that great, um, as great as they did last year. And, of course, the Giants, who were playing way over their heads, and Keith had mentioned this a bunch already, they're the, probably the worst 2-0 and team going in. Okay, so Cooper Rush has definitely played to the favorable schedule right now, and he's going to do it again this Sunday. Yeah, I if he beats if he the goes Rams, out there and, and, and lights the scoreboard up against L.A., then, yeah, we can start having the conversation. But if he goes out there against L.A. and he starts throwing the ball all over the place because Aaron Donald's up his ass, then you're like, all right, you know what? This was fun, but it's over. Like, the, run, the, so, the whole thing is over. So the, um, I was going to say that the uh, the, the, the Rams would be five wins because obviously he's going to be Washington. Are you going back to last year? But going back to last year, I want to no, bring this, this up year, again. I'm about it before. Yeah, Minnesota uh, was uh, a decent team. Yeah, so yeah, no. and back, their defense has always been okay. Going back to last year, uh, Dak, he, let me tell you, he was borderline MVP up to that Minnesota Halloween game. He yep. was playing lights out, man. He beat the Patriots in overtime. I mean, he beat the Chargers. He beat the Eagles. He was beating good teams. Something happened after that Viking. I don't. It's not his j- injury. And something happened mentally after that Minnesota game because he was never the same. He was beating up on bad teams, come close to beating a team. Well, he didn't. He didn't play Minnesota last year. I know, 
That's what I'm we're saying. saying. Up to that Cooper game. Rush went in. At, well, he, after Cooper Rush back. went and played, yeah, Dak was never the same after well, that game Cooper Rush started. And that's I just mean, what, what's, what's weird to me. I don't know. Let's call it how it is, though. Like, he he won the game on a walk-off touchdown throw against the Patriots and hurt his calf right before that. No, no. I just brought that up. I said, I, I don't know. No, I don't but think I'm saying, like, then you have, you have to take the injury in consideration, no? no I don't think Ew. so because it's – can I finish? Hold on, bro. Listen, he's asking a question. I would, bro, but it's continued. I think that injury is gone. It continued in uh, in the playoffs, and then fine, okay. All summer, it continued against the Bucs. I'm seeing that same guy. I'm not seeing that quarterback I saw before Cooper Rush started. That's all I'm saying. So hopefully this will wake him up because I know what he can do, Sturch. You know what he can do. Look, he was – dude, he was awesome that first half of the season last year. He was. He was. And yeah, I was want, great. I want that guy back, and hopefully, if he does get it, when he does get a shot again, that we see it. And that's it. That's all. I'm I I personally think this is what I think. Okay, I think we start Cooper with the Rams, give him another week. If we take the L, then it's like, hey, Dak, we need you, buddy. And now, now it's a different Cowboy team that everybody's going to be seeing with Dak. But if Cooper can can pull that out, we still start Dak the next game after the Rams. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's one hundred dollars check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website absolute-eyewear.com tell them chop sports search set you okay but it 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 gives him more time to heal as well i mean look when he was in in college he was playing awesome man till he hurt his shoulder right listen it's it's become pretty apparent that now Dak Prescott is quote and I don't like using it but he's injury prone he's he's banged up a lot of shit you know whether it be a shoulder or a lat or an ankle or or this finger or whatever it's always been something and and it sucks it's starting to turn into a little bit of Tony Romo-esque where Romo would get hurt come back too early get racked up again remember Carolina beat the shit out of him you know and he was like but that's but that's that's every quarterback I mean you know what's crazy to me you know what's crazy to me just speaking of that it's like blows my mind how somebody like Brett Favre never got injured. <laughs> oh, he was like injured. enough not he, to he play. Was, he, he was so pilled Eli up. Manning too. He was so Eli pilled Manning up. Too. Yeah, know, but he was so pilled up he didn't feel his face half those games. But it doesn't man. matter, bro. I mean, if you break something, you break something. I understand. See, he, yeah. here's let me talk about what I love about Dak. I love his heart. That kid. That kid. He's. I, I think he looks at like uh, like when Romo played with a, a punctured lung. Dak would do some shit like that. You know what I mean? He, I think he he's wants trying to, to do it now. He's trying to. I, come I think back he wants to win. I think he wants to win so bad, and live up to to because he does. He wants the kid is all heart, man. He's he is he he's he's all heart, and and he's also. I mean, like I said, I, he's really 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 smart. You know that, right? I think he has yeah. like two master's degree. He learned the playbook in a week. Yeah, yeah, right. I think he's overthinking. I think he's trying too hard, right? I know. Mm-hmm. And 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 again, man, if if Cooper, if, if maybe, and if we're losing against the Rams, then bring Dak in. 
You know what I mean? Could, but I, I think he yeah, should start we could be living in a scenario for that. Yeah, yeah we, we're, we've, we're repeating ourselves quite a bit here. So yeah. All right. So on. look, all right, we're moving on. Now. Well, wait, we, we got three Italians. We're going to we're going to we're going to for 20 minutes. We're going to talk it's about the, it's the old it's the goodbye. Yeah. It's, everybody's trying to say goodbye. <laughs> to see, well, God damn. When we were when we were drunk. Holy cow. That was like, <laughs> no, that was the worst right. of all. Time. Can I tell you something, too? It's um, I was more disappointed. I love Dax Hart. <laughs> no, I, I was, man. I was more disappointed. Is Super that, you know, smart. We, he's got 15 master's degrees. <laughs> no, he's got two. I think he's got two. <laughs> I don't and, even know. I, I, like, I don't even know how you would know that. <laughs> no, so I, I was, was, reading, I was reading. I was reading about how, uh, like, they said he, 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 he memorized a playbook in like a week. Well, that's um, not getting a master's degree. But... No, no, look it up. Look it up. I think he has a master's right. degree or some Let's shit like psychology or something, like which would be ironic. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, let's move it on. We're going to close this out with some Redskin uh, commanders talk. Okay. Um, look, they're coming in. They look like a shell of themselves. Um, obviously, they get the week one win, right? And then after that, it's been kind of tough sledding for those guys. Um, Commander Carson is the guy, right? And he's uh, he's he has one good game um, in which he's capable of these good games. But more, nine times out of ten, I've been saying it, and I'll yell it from the roof. I don't think Carson Wentz is very good. All right, everywhere he's gone, he's put up some numbers, but I, I just truly don't think he's a winner. Um, he's lost in Philadelphia. He's gotten hurt in Philadelphia. He moves over to Indy. They needed one win against Jacksonville last year. He couldn't get it done. Like mm. Carson Wentz is a, is a born loser uh, to me. And um, I think I think this week is just going to be another testament to that. Last week, he got sacked by the Eagles, not, now Ferris Bueller style, nine times. Okay, nine sacks against the Washington Commanders. Keith, can we top that? <laughs> can we top nine? If, it, if it's anything like last season and what we did to them, I mean, why not? I meant, you know. I mean, I mean last look, season, the, those, those were our two best defensive games were against the Giants. That was ridiculous especially the first one in Washington, even though we beat them worse in Dallas, but the first one in Washington was, I'm surprised they even pulled it within 10 points. I think remember Dak threw that pick six, mm-hmm. not the bash on Dak, but that got him back into, to the 10 within 10 points. But yeah, bro. I mean, I, Oh, I can absolutely see that happening. I couldn't believe that Dak Prescott threw that pick considering he's got two master's degrees and he memorized <laughs> the playbook. In a week. <laughs> so. well, that's why he threw the pick. So, but I mean, look, Keith, when you look at the Washington commanders right now, uh, what, what is the the thing that stands out to you? There's no chase young. So they'd still got a decent defensive front, but chase young's still out. Um, Carson Wentz is their quarterback. Uh, again, Dotson has played a little pretty good. He's played, had caught a couple touchdowns. They do have scary Terry, which was put on clamps. Scary by, Terry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, was put on clamps by Trayvon Diggs last year. The running game is Antonio Gibson. Still the other guy got shot. So he's out mm-hmm. still. Um, it, it's just, it's a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit of a mess in Washington. I mean, and let's not forget Antonio Gibson two seasons ago, <laughs> rushed for over a hundred yards only twice, two seasons ago. And it was against us. I I think one of them was on Thanksgiving. Ago, but last season was totally different. And bro, if you remember last season when we went into that Washington game, do you remember everybody saying Washington now is going to win the division? Washington's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they beat Tampa. Oh, did you see that defense? And we piss all over them. And to Brett's point earlier, the narrative changes. Well, they're not really that good. They're not really that good. It's like, oh, God, it drives me crazy. But, yeah, um, there's nothing right now, nothing at all that scares me about the Washington Commanders. No. The only thing I'll say that scares me somewhat is that they were able to beat Jacksonville, I guess. I mean, that's about it. But 
I'll get into more when we do our predictions. So whenever okay. you guys want to do that, I'd like to go last. I want to, I want to make, all right, you can go last on that. Um, I, I will say this too, with Cooper rush back there, we're not going to have a trap game. And the other beautiful thing about defense is when defense is always playing for stats, right? That's what they do. When, when, when they want to get those sacks and those INTs and, 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 and get those, uh, tackles behind a line of scrimmage. That's what defenses live for. Right. Um, now again, we, I Keith, you would know better than me. Do you remember when we played so long without a, without even a turnover and a sack? I mean, how many games did we play? Oh, like, dude, that was, that was probably 2020. Mm-hmm. Cause you remember we finally got those, uh, those turnovers against Cincinnati after like, I don't know how many games. Pittsburgh too. Yeah. So the way well, Quinn has got this defense firing in all, all, all cylinders, and again, if 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 we were four and zero or whatever three and zero going into this game, I, and Dak was playing, I might be like, okay, we might be getting cocky. This team, Dallas, is still playing with a fire under their ass, and they're going to keep playing that way, right? And and that's why I love people. I, I, this is the best defense I've ever seen us have. I would say since the early '80s. With um, yeah, dude, we are phenomenal, man. Do you think right off? I mean, we're only three games into the season, but do you think they're playing better than the 2021 Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, uh, uh it's hard to say. I mean, I, do. We can, I, I, do. I think it's a sample, it's too, it's too small of a sample size, but I no, think, yeah, playing. No, I do, I do. I mean, just look, look at the difference between uh, what Brady did to our defense last year and what he did this That's year. That's very true. That's very true. But you know, that defense I mean, was brand new, that was their first game, that was their first game under Quinn last year, and then they yeah. have a whole nother season under their yeah. belt. Um, but look, I think the commanders, you know, they've, they've scored points. Um, I'm the commanders. I'm I know. Name. It's just so dumb. Um, they've scored points. Um, Carson Wentz, like I said, there's, there's times that he flashes, like he can do something special, but again, I, I don't see it, but yeah, let's, let's get some predictions, man. As we wrap this up, um, I'll start with you, Brett. Uh, you're going to the game. Is that right? Yeah. All right. So. You'll be in the house. The last time you were in the house for a Cowboys game was with me, and we beat the brakes off the Eagles, in which it was supposed to be an exhibition, but it wasn't. <laughs> Throw in the towel. <laughs> so we, we beat the shit out of them. So what do you think that the Cowboys do with you in the house on uh, on Sunday uh, afternoon? I, I, I think I think that there's not n- nothing's going to stop this momentum. It's not going to be the, the Commanders. Um, I mean, we should. It, it'll be another game like the Giants. Let's hope the refs, you know, do their do their part. I mean, again, it, it's ridiculous how even in the Giant game, I think we had eight penalties for 70 yards. They had eight for 45, not to mention the the, the ridiculous holding calls that they just did not call. I mean, and and I'll, I'll tell you this, too. I think that they, the Giants, I mean, they were holding the whole game, man. So, uh, I, I mean, it should be the same result. I think we win by like 14 points. We should. But you never know. I mean, you know, the, these are the type of things, too, where – the Cowboys could be one and fifteen, but when they're on the schedule, everybody plays up for them. Yeah, you know, and it's a division game, so it could go it could go either way. As far as if you factor that in, but on paper, we should win by at least two touchdowns. I see this game. I'll leave Keith for last. I see this game um, going very, very, very similar to the Giant game. Uh, yeah, and, and the reason why I say that, I mean, like. Also, historically, within the last couple of years, the Dallas Cowboys just don't show up for one o'clock games. I don't know what the hell it is. Maybe they're so tired. They're, that was their the Broncos game when there was nobody there. It was just a weird atmosphere when it's early like this uh, for the Cowboys. I think they do get off to a slow start. 
I think Zeke and Pollard have themselves a day. I think this is the game that we don't worry anything about what Cooper Rush is doing because we're we're running the ball very effectively. Cooper Rush will will throw the you know the necessary out routes and slant routes and everything that he's done and showed. We might get our first touchdown maybe out of like a Jalen Tolbert or something like that. We might see a lot of cool things. I think they'll have some fun towards the end. I think the first half is going to be like, why is this? the way it is right now. Why is it nine, six? Why is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is it, why we should have scored twice, you know, all that other shit. We'll feel that out. I think the Cowboys win this one. They are three point favorites. I think they cover that. I think they, uh, I, I think they can win by hopefully by 10 and, and make this. And don't, don't, a, don't sleep on the playmaker, man. No, Noah Brown's been playing absolutely out of his mind lately. And I think he's found himself a nice role uh, going forward. Even when Michael Gallup is back, which I believe, you would have to think if he was very close to suiting up against the Giants that he would suit up this week. So we'll see. Um, Dalton Schultz also was out, but our boy Hendershot was leaping over cats on the Monday night. So the, he was uh, he was definitely uh, he was exciting to watch. So I think what was the other tight end? Ferguson. What's his name? Yeah, Ferguson had first of all made a bonehead I'm, play by not going out Ferguson of bounds. going out of bounds. Oh my god! Like was I ready to blow a gasket? Um, all right, so we got two two of us taking the Cowboys here. Keith, take us home. You know, it's it's funny because what you're saying, uh, saying Sturch, uh, at least about the first half, I'm I'm worried. I am worried about that. But I believe if that happens, we don't win the game. Okay, now hmm. I'm so confused, and I've been trying to figure it out. You guys know how I go into stats and all that shit. I do not know how in the hell we are only three point favorites against this Washington team. What does Vegas know now? I want to say this. Vegas knows Cooper Rush is the quarterback. This is the first time Cooper Rush has been favored. Oof. Okay. Oof. I know that's the, this is what you get on this show, baby. All right. I hate it. I hate it. He was not, he was, he's always been the underdog. Now everyone's getting excited. Okay. Now we're, we're thinking, oh, you know, this is, this reminds me again, and you brought it up, Dave, of the Denver game. Mm. It Who's does. Dave? <laughs> little search oh, this, this this game is scaring me for some reasons because i look at the freaking dude washington commanders have only scored a touchdown okay and three quarter and i mean what is it in the last no in the last eight quarters they've only they haven't scored touchdowns in five of them and they're going against our defense we're number one in sacks right now we're first place in sacks we have the most sacks in the NFL. Is what, that true, though? Even after uh, Philly's nine yes, last week? Yes, yeah. it's true. We're, we're ninth-ranked defense. What is Vegas seeing? Is it Cooper Rush? Because if it's Cooper, like, how, how are they basing that after? Is it that he's never been a favorite? Or they, they, what are they seeing? And that's what's scaring me. I, I can tell you what it is about this game. But it, it's I thought this would be a blowout. And then I, after seeing the spread. Can I, can I say? Yeah, go ahead. Anyways, after seeing the spread, I'm a little worried. And I I, I mean, I, I think obviously I, I'd be an idiot, like Brett said, on paper. I mean, just our defense. That's the whole thing. I get you're saying Cooper Rush, but are they watching this defense? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I know how I know how they come up with the lines, thanks to the D Gentleman show. And we had Jay Root on our show, who's the number one handicapper in Vegas. They put all the analytics into a computer. So you're basically a spreadsheet. Yeah. You're also getting our first game in that computer. They're not taking out the first game, right? 
So they're looking at the statistics. Now you get a four point favorite for being at home, which means on neutral ground, right? We're only favored really by uh, a point, I think. On neutral right? ground, we're dogs then. No, we're not because we got three. Yeah, we it would be a point. It would be we we'd be an underdog or neutral. That makes but, no sense to me. That's what I'm saying. It's so it's, it's all it's all it's well, all statistics. Now again, I will say this. Two, I will say this. Statistics don't count in football. And a great example of that is how, you know, the Dolphins beat the Ravens. Um, you're, you're, it's a situational Dolphins game. Dolphins also beat the Bills. <laughs> but, but it's a situational game where you're, uh, you know, you, you're going to give up yards sometimes. You, some, you know, it, it's one of those things. But when you're, when you're putting in the factors, the mental aspect of the game, the defense, the way it's it, – dude, they are flying around the ball. I get it. But I, my whole thing with the thing I'm trying to say is, is that uh, well, how I usually whenever the games come out, I go through every game and I guess the spread. What? And yeah. I'm usually dead on maybe a half point or one point. I wasn't even close. So here's here's my thing. What would you have put the spread at, Keith? Seven, seven and a half. I would have said right si- I would have said six and a half. I'll tell you right now. If Dak Prescott was starting this game, we'd be a touchdown favorite. hundred percent. hundred and ten percent. See, that's the thing. No, like, we wouldn't be, though. Yes, we would. Yes. No, we would. wouldn't. I'm telling you, we would. No, because <laughs> that's it. It's over. <laughs> it's not like there's a guy. There's not. It's not like there's a guy f- factoring it in. And, and I, like I, I, said, I'm well aware. I'm, I'm good friends with a guy who runs it through spreadsheets and stuff. Like I know how this all works. Okay, but I'm so telling it, you right we now, would probably be. It, it wouldn't. It, it may factor five, in. We- five, weather is a big deal. Um, in Dallas, it's a, it, the, the spread would maybe move uh, a half a point. It would never move. I also I also can see our team coming out, even our defense maybe a little too complacent. Well, you just said, hey Brett, you, you know? just said the, the spread wouldn't move three points when when the the Chargers were playing the Jaguars and Herbert was listed as questionable and possibly out. It went from seven to three and a half. Well, so that's so you know, but that's there also is volatility people, in that movement. But wait, the opening line's different from what the closing line could be because that Truth. means. People yes. are laying a lot of money, and, and what Correct. they do is they right. even the book. The sharps, I get it. Yeah, right. So, so I, I agree. Yeah. Um, so um, again, uh, if if you were to take in just if we were to take out the Tampa game, and put the statistics in from Cincinnati to the Giants, the score would be it would move higher. It would be a, a higher spread. Okay. So with that, Keith, you picking the Cowboys? Yeah, I'm picking the Cowboys. I meant if I if if what if what Brett's saying about analytics and stuff, I'd pay, I I once again say, you know, double digit win. You know, like I did against the Giants. But I have a feeling now. You know what? I, I think we're going to come out complacent. I think we're going to come out a too a little too ahead of ourselves. Um, and I think Vegas does know something that I don't know what. Uh, so I say Cowboys win, but I don't. Fuck, man. All right, how about this? I can't. I got to pick one. I'm going to say we blow them out. Because I'm going to say, if Washington wins, it's close. If we win, it's a blowout. I don't see us winning a close game in this. I, I kind of lean on we're gonna I blow them out. Yeah, I kind of lean on that, too, as well. I, that said to What's me, a like, blowout? We, Ten points? No, no. Blowout's probably 14 or more, like you said. Yeah, I would say I would say 13 or more. 13 or more is a blowout. Yeah, so if it's like 24-10, that gives the look of a, of a dominating yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is odd to me sometimes when you see scores like that. Like if it, if you see a score like forty four to thirty, you're like you didn't really blow them out. You know you gave up thirty points. But, but um, you brought up the first Washington game, and and that was only by ten, and we did blow them out. I mean, you watch that game, you wouldn't even think that yeah, we only we, won we, by ten. So it, by it, the way, it that, that giant game, that giant game was even on paper we looked close, but that that game we we should have pulled ahead by even more. We could have, we could have, and I said it on my Twitter, and I know uh, I know Keith didn't like it very much, but. 
I think we would have blown the Giants out big time if Dak Prescott was in there. I really do. I, Dak Dak owns the Giants, and I think that we would have scored a couple more touchdowns with Dak Prescott. That's just but me. see, this, this is again, this is this is the thing that it's a team sport, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that wouldn't happen. No, I know. I just want to get you all riled up. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, you're not going to get me riled up. I'm not riled up because I'm, I'm saying is, you know, we, we, everything, especially in sports, people argue speculation all the time. It makes no sense. Like, you know, if Barry had this offensive line or if they had, the, there's so much speculation. If you're gambling sports and, and you're watching games, everything is a situational play to play based situation. Right. I mean, I, mm-hmm. Um, now don't, don't, and again, the mental aspect is huge and, you know, not to, I'm in a profession where it's all mental. I've been doing it 25 years. When you talk to comedians, you have to have a certain mindset. Like if you're playing in front of, uh, I think the biggest crowd I have was 7,000 or if you're playing in front of 15 people there, or if you're doing a spot on national TV, as opposed to just doing it in a nightclub, everything is mental. And my profession is all mental. And again, there's, there's skill involved, there's uh, uh, practice, there's experience. But at the end of the day, I do not think we're going to look at this game as, as uh, uh, an easy game. I think we're going to come in fired up. I think our defense loves – I mean, again, defense, they feast, they eat on stats. And, yeah, and, and they, we all they're know on the fire, bet. man. We all know about the bet going on between Micah and Demarcus Lawrence. They made it public already that they're, they're in – competition for most sacks for 20 that's what you want you want yeah, your defense I, to do that i love it trust me i'm all over it but i think our defense is gonna i mean again wentz wentz has it in him but i i, I again we we're talking about a mental game i i mean i think dallas is just gonna recap they rock him if they rock him once or twice he'll start throwing picks left and right yeah so that's dude they, they're they're good and, and i think that's why the refs were letting the giants he's four against us you guys not he's what four against us you get you cut out it's twice record. what was it Sorry, his record is four and four against us. Okay, well he's, he's about to be four and five. He's about yeah, to but some of that was with the Eagles. I mean, most of it was with the Eagles. Yeah, I don't think he's ever oh, beat us without the Eagles. To be honest with you, um, yeah. but so look, that, I think we'll be flying around, man. I, I really do, man. I, I think we're going to be hyped up. I think. Uh, yeah, as know, long as they show up for a one o'clock game, I'm all I'm all for and, it. And don't don't forget too, man. That that was Ceedee Lamb when he dropped that pass. You know, he he has something to prove too, man. And he did. I think he made up for it a little bit. (laughs) I mean, you know, it it, it was that's a pass that a number one receiver shouldn't drop. But then he made a catch that not anybody could make. That's true. So you know, I I think he he he's going to be playing up. Um, I I think Noah Brown is. If I were to step back, I would say that's Cooper Rush's favorite target. Mm -hmm. He keeps Mm -hmm. looking for him. They they played together in preseason and and. You know, I think Cooper's only going to get better. I, I do not yeah. see it being close, man. All right. Well, with that being said, we got three Cowboy uh, predictions, wins coming up. Hopefully they go three and one and then into a bigger, harder test uh, in the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. the following week. So that's quick. Yes and- or no. Quick. Yes or no. If 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 Cooper Rush plays amazing and we win against Dak the is healthy or Dak wants to go against the Rams. Yes or no? Do you start Cooper or do you start Dak? Well, it's not a yes or no. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Dak, 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 or Cooper against the Rams with Cooper. a win over the, the over the Redskins. Yeah, Cooper. with a win over the Redskins. I, I ride the hot hand. I'm, I'm with Cooper Rush. 
give him another game to heal. If we if we take the L mentally, then then it's a different. And like team. you said, it might be some kind of heroic that comes in the second half and and does his job. I don't know. We'll see. But next time you hear from us, uh, the Dallas Cowboys will be heading into L.A. Uh, for their ma- uh, matchup with the Rams, and hopefully they get this dub um, over the Washington Commanders. So for Dave Sturgill, Brett, and Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. We'll see you guys next week. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Roger, he's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown! What you believe in? Starbuck hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown. Run Zeke. Up the middle, he's got-